Stories Podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 50 of the Guitar Stories Podcast. And today we have a special guest. Hello, Andy's mom. Hello, Dan. <laughs> Judy, it's so nice to have you on the show on this special episode. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I do watch. <laughs> I do follow. Perhaps not for the whole podcast, but you know, I try and yeah, I do. I do follow. Every now and then. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah. Is that is that the very first time that you are on the show? It is the very first time, yes. Yes. Never been in any of Andy's videos? No, no cameo appearances? No, no? No, none at all. None at all. No, no, no. As we're he's here <laughs> in England. Yeah. I've just made him an, an English roast lunch with roast oh. potatoes, roast chicken. Was it nice? Is he? He's nodding. He's, he's yeah. nodding. He did enjoy yeah. it. He did enjoy actually, it. It's actually he a did. very good setting. Unfortunately, we can't see it in the in uh, in the stream, but I can see Andy in the mirror, so I can see both of you, which is pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Judy, tell us how how is it to have Andy back? Oh, the forest of the oh, it's really it's great it's great yeah it's nice to have mm. him home yeah we've been uh, walking through the forest haven't we andrew but we today have. yeah it's pouring down with rain but we've uh, oh. yeah we've but i i really i really like that you had some so was it marshmallow chocolate yes, uh, marshmallows. chocolate milk yes yeah. yes chocolate milk yes oh. yeah and it's nice having his children here as well yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Andrew was playing with his Legos. He told me Lego. Oh, we've be, he's got a he's got a garage full of uh, of cars now down there, and they're all flying around the the living room. They're all yeah, he's playing with <laughs> all these cars, hitting into the the furniture and under the fireplace. And we had to get something to get it out so we wouldn't get burnt. And we've we've got a wood burner, a lovely wood burner. Uh -huh. And because it's a cold day, we've we've lit the wood burner. We've got a nice fire, yeah. So it's nice, nice. and cozy. It's lovely. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do enjoy what you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I love music. Oh, that's good. Do you play an instrument, Judy? Piano. Play the piano. Ah, yeah. yeah. I think Andy mentioned that previously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to teach. I used to teach uh, when Andrew and his sister were small. Uh huh. And, uh, children would come from his school and they would come and have a an half an hour lesson and that's when they used to play with the lego <laughs> 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 so I'd put the lego out while i was teaching and yeah yeah, yeah. and then yeah. i went to a school a little in a little village with this would have been about 80 children there primary school and i taught music there as well Taught music there, lots of different, and a choir. We had a choir, and we didn't. We did, we did modern stuff. We, we had, mm, very yeah, good. We did, we did yeah. do a. I don't know whether anyone. We did a lot of Adele. I'm afraid. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because why not? <laughs> her breathing's good when she sings. She and you can really hear her breathing, and it makes you know it, it helps with the singing. And they. They just copy what they hear, don't they, children? Yeah, sure. And sure. her breathing was really, yeah, and they would breathe in the right places. That's yeah. great. That explains a lot where Andy's musicality comes from. Oh yeah, it's from yeah, yeah my, my 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 dad as well. He he was uh, huh. a drummer. He was a drummer. These things are slipping down over my head. Yeah, <laughs> <that's> better. <laughs> yeah. So so 
Judy, a couple couple of weeks ago, Andy celebrated not just his 40th uh, birthday, but also 40,000 subscribers on YouTube. How does it feel as a mom if you know that like 40,000 people are watching his shows on a daily basis? Very proud. Very proud. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 And he, he loves what he does. And isn't that brilliant to be able to do something that you really enjoy? Absolutely. It's, it's great yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So that's the reason why we started the show because we enjoyed talking about gear and talking about music and so mm -hmm. we thought okay why not do such a weekly thing where we just hang and talk and invite cool guests mm -hmm. uh, guests and uh, yeah so and, and you've got all these followers it's fantastic yeah well andy's followers but yeah we've got a nice oh, yeah. Yeah. live crowd of 30 yeah. people at the moment super nice chat with sarang and valeria as moderators and it's just a very tightly knit community and uh, we appreciate all of them so yeah It's even cooler that you get to be a part of it in our 50th episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to speak to you. Nice to speak to you. There's a lot yeah. of them that I haven't met. What's his name? The one that you... With the bald head. <laughs> <laughs> Henning. Henning, yeah. Seems... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> that, I'll say no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Is this anything else? Is it? Are you going to come and rescue me now? Oh. <laughs> he's, he's over there. You did, you did such a great job, Aww. Judy. Hello, when, hey, whenever Andy is not available, I think I think Judy can just fill in for him. I'll do that then, shall I? Yeah. When you're not around, I'll fill in for you. Brilliant. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Have a good evening. Judy. Bye. Thank you so much. Take bye. Care. Bye bye. There we are. Thanks, man. Thank you. Is there a better way to start episode 50? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Hello. Oh, there Hello. He is. Hello, buddy. <laughs> How awesome is my mum? <laughs> She's great. Um, I, just before I say hi to you, Dan, I want to say thank you to everybody in the comments and chat for being so nice and saying such nice things about my mum. She, she's the best mum, of course. <laughs> she was very nervous. She said, I'll just say hello. And then before I know it, she's she's going for it. She could have stayed on the whole yeah. show, I think. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Dan. Welcome to my childhood bedroom. Oh, that's a lovely. Did you did you tidy it up for the show? Um, uh, well, it's been redecorated since I moved out, you know. The sort of oh, the, okay. But um, there were some shirts <laughs> hanging behind me, you know, just... <laughs> Um, full disclosure: This is the mum, the, the mum. This is the mum room, the sleeping room for mum when dad's snoring too much, which is all right. Yeah, often, all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I found some really That's wicked like... stuff. It's really cool stuff that I'd forgotten about. For example, show us, show us some stuff. This hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's. I'm not sure if that's my hat, but it's. Uh, I also yeah. found this, which used to hang in our car. All right, um, I'd rather be watching Liverpool. Nice. Actually, the hat is something you could bring as a souvenir for Bob. That's true. That's true. I'll see if I can get one of my kids to wear it. Um, yeah. So, hello, mate. Sorry. Let's um, let's just check through these comments. I was reading the comments, but I just wanted to make sure I haven't missed anything. Yeah. yeah. She did a wonderful job, and she did make a wonderful uh, Tuesday night roast, <laughs> of which I ate far too much, and now I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit bloated. <laughs> in a good way in a good way yeah so 
you're streaming from home. Yeah, I'm home how, in the Dean. Yeah. What was the last time you were were home? A couple of months? Or? Uh, 20 months ago. So oh, March, wow. the very beginning of March 2020. I was at All the right. guitar show in Birmingham. And um, yeah, then, then we left. And then, of course, we couldn't come back for quite some time. Mm. So yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's great to come back. And I'm staying in a house that's in the village. We can't stay with my dad at the moment because we're just too big. And uh, they're having a redecorating job going on. Mm -hmm. um we've got a lovely house it's beautiful it's a little cottage called rose cottage but the internet speed i can't even load instagram <laughs> <laughs> i did a speed test thing and it said hmm your internet's rather slow i said yes, yes it is <laughs> so yeah but you know it's, it's kind of nice to be disconnected a little bit but now here we are and um yeah i'm excited we've got we've got yazzy on the show have you mentioned that yet not yet? Nope, okay. not at all. Spoilers. She's our special guest. In the guest. thumbnail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, have you have you met Yassi before? No. I've been in, I've no. been a guest, not a guest, sorry. I've been a viewer of her live streams. Uh, I really enjoy oh, those. Okay. And okay. she does, we'll talk to her about them, of course. But, um, yeah, I really enjoy, I hang around while I'm doing editing or something. She plays in the background and I'm mm -hmm. absorbing her content. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll uh, dive into that topic and, and everything about her later in the show. But uh, she's our guest for this episode. Besides your mom, because your mom's the special special guest. Yeah, <laughs> I like. It's nice that you can say your mom without actually being offensive. You know, like your mom, as as in yeah, <laughs> as a what's, what's the word? So I, I hope Is I'm that... the same. By the way, because I'm at home, I'm I'm Andrew now. You know, that's, yep. I'm not Andrew. currently. I'm not Andy. I'm Andrew, and I have to be on my best behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'll be honest, I haven't been. I've been throwing Lego around the room, which has been great. <laughs> so this is also the news of the week, right? Yeah. Andrew? News. Yes, Daniel. Um, can I call you Daniel? Then yeah, let's, let's let's do some music news things. You know, just because okay. I've set, I spent time setting it up. So here we go. Okay. All right. All right. And straight in with the news, we've got, just got a super chat. Um, Whoa! Christopher Lewis, super chat. Andy, please get some flowers for your mum from the group. Christopher Lewis, you're an absolute gentleman. And I will tell her that immediately. Um, she, she already had flowers, actually, because that's the kind of son I am. But uh, in fact, Dan's on the screen twice. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, she's had flowers already, but I will I will embellish that with either some more flowers or another gift of the of choice from the group, if that's okay. Christopher Lewis, thank you so much. News: I'm in England. I flew all the way here. Uh, I'm not going to say it was expensive, but let's just say that I could have bought uh, two and a half Ibanez Itchy Tens for the price it cost me to get here. <laughs> Is that a new point, too? There you go. There we go. Sorry, a bit late on that. Yeah. One. Um, yeah. So it was. It's. It's been a uh, an interesting trip so far. Nobody checked any of the pages and pages of uh, documentation that I had to fill out to come here, to do with you know the reasons why we're not allowed to travel, which I don't want to mention because it's one of those words that gets YouTube to uh, pay attention to us. But uh, yeah, we we filled out so much paperwork to get here, and then we just walked through 
and I threw my passport at a policeman and he said, come on in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You've yeah, been it was, away too yeah. far, bloke. <laughs> yeah, rented a car, rented a house, rented a plane, you know, for two hours. Technically, I was part owner of a plane. Um, <laughs> all good. All good. Yep. And I'm here. I'm enjoying it. I've I've eaten far too much, man. Mm. First thing I did was buy a Cadbury's chocolate bar when I got through the through the shop, through the, through the through to the shop, and I said, "I just got to check if my credit card's working." Chocolate? Oh no, no, no! <laughs> it works. Uh, and that chocolate milk this afternoon, I was so jealous. I was working like working like crazy in the office, and then I see this, and I just went, "I want one too." Well, I sorry, Christopher Lewis is still on the screen. I don't know why that is. Um, Sorry, Christopher. Uh, yeah, I didn't, full disclosure, I didn't have a chocolate milk today. That belonged no? to my son and my daughter and Elka and okay. my mum. I had a straight up black coffee. Sorry. All right. But I, did, no, I did eat, did eat a few of the marshmallows. No. Jason, Andy, best. can you smuggle a curry, fish and chips and some Greggs back through customs, please? <laughs> I will do my very best, which honestly will be not at all because they won't make it past you know being near me they'll just get eaten straight away. <laughs> yeah actually um sorry i'm just gonna go to umberto uh toblerone is airport chocolate there was literally hundreds of bars of toblerone and it's the one chocolate bar i can't stomach so i didn't buy it no no i don't like it don't like those little magical bits of evil that have them them you know like nice yeah. chocolate chocolate you know, yeah nougat. to me to, to me to me toblerone is, is something like the, um, the re revenge of the swiss you know because it's so it's so pointy and mm -hmm. if you eat it in the wrong way it kind of can hurt yeah your your inside of the mouth so to me it's like you know they try to lure you in and kind of give you a good feeling because it's chocolate but ultimately it's a weapon <laughs> Think about you're it. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Valeria is asking what you're drinking. Is it the hemp soda again? No, but glad you're asking. Today I'm drinking, uh, what's it called? Club Mate Cola. It's like a, a tea-based mate. What's, what's uh -huh. it? I don't know what's English word. Mate-based. Uh, I think it's mate still. Mate, yeah. So usually I think they make mate tea from it, but there's also mate coke, which is less sweet, but still very tasty. And uh, yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, uh, not not sponsored, by the way. Not sponsored. Not yet. Not yet, everybody. Not yet. There you go. Not yet. Um, do you want to talk some gear? <laughs> Absolutely, please. We have okay. a couple picks. They're all super yeah. interesting. Man, I missed that. Right. I missed that lots. Yeah. So you've got a, a pick here, Dan. It seems to be oh, what company is that? That, that looks familiar. Uh, could be Ibanez. <laughs> it could indeed. It could indeed, Dan. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of the picks that were just a must because uh, I was so excited to see Josh Smith getting a a one-off uh, S-type AZ signature guitar. 
And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see him not just uh, go for the telly, but also go for the stretch shape guitar. And I think it looks great. And actually, I was interested in, in, in receiving some comments from the community if they kind of dig the look. So if they say, ah, I prefer like the more natural, classic classic look of the AZs and AZS. Because to me, I think it's it's kind of very interesting, uh, with the especially with the black headstock. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I love matching headstocks. Um, yeah. I like a classic black and white uh, strat. Uh, uh-huh. I, uh, Sarang has just commented exactly what I was just thinking. So Sarang has said this needs to be an AZES. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you did an AZES with matching headstock, you know, no pressure, but come on. <laughs> yeah, that would be killer. Uh, absolutely yeah, killer. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even quite sure what, what kind of um, tremolo they put on it. Um, it's probably not a an, an AZES tremolo because I think that well, you, would be. You sent me a video as well, which we won't hear the audio from, but we can see the video. Um, it's it's. I mean, that's not that's not Josh playing the new guitar; it's just playing his old signature guitar. I just like oh, the sound of it. So. Oh, we can't uh, hear it. Anyway, so. No, that's not a must. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 in love actually with this model. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, there was if there would be like a. A lot of positive reactions and a lot of positive feedback, and uh, yeah, which ultimately could always turn into a signature guitar at some point. But uh, yeah, I mean, so it's a, we've it's just introduced screw. the flat five one. Yeah, it's a, it's a six screw um, trem system. Yep. So very basic. Very basic, but yeah, cool. I, I love matching headstocks, and that's um, as a guitar player, I probably wouldn't buy that guitar. Um, it's uh, forgive me, it's a bit too Ivanhoe's. <laughs> um, <laughs> pointy. I, yeah, it is. To, I mean, if I, I'm not like, take away um, all the playing ability and all the sounds, you know, all the reliability that Ibanez always delivers. Um, <laughs> design alone, I would much prefer to be playing a, a Fender. Um, I don't. I don't like the way the headstock looks on that. Was you know, I think it looks too RG ish. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, because because yeah. it, it like it accentuates the 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 pointiness. Yeah, I, I just and I love the natural woods of, of the roasted maple. So, uh huh, uh huh, mm. interesting. Actually, okay, was well, uh, I, I should have brought it to the show. There was a a, a one off um, they did for a Japanese band where the AZ logo actually was not didn't have that kind of gold filling. It was just uh, the outline that said oh. Ibanez, and I really dug this look too. So yeah, there are a lot, plenty of experimenting, going back and forth, and maybe developing new stuff for the sure. new year and and beyond that. So yeah, it'll be exciting. Stay tuned. Well, due to you, um, uh, due to my mum taking over the show, uh, we've mm-hmm. only got a few minutes till Yezzy's going to join us. So maybe we can have a look at some other picks, and then absolutely Yezzy can come in. Uh, let's go to another one of yours. It is the this one. Um, I have a little bit of a delay, so I need to wait a second. Okay, what do we see, Andy? Andrew? We, we, Andrew, Daniel, we see Andrew? the yeah. root, the root fender. Ooh. Yes, paisley. Oh yeah, black Gosh paisley. Gosh darn it! Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was an instant pick when when I saw that. I was like, oh boy, that needs to be on a show because this has so much potential as a production model. Mm. I mean, paisley is not everybody's, you know, cup of tea. But at the end of the day, the the overall look of that kind of offset shape plus the the zebra pickups and everything it's just like it looks gorgeous it's like a, a piece of art to me 
It is. It, it's, really it's next that. level, man. That's a good pick. I, I've I've had uh, the Squire and Fender Jim Root uh, telly, and mm-hmm. both were phenomenal. Both had this flat uh, matte white finish, mm-hmm. and this one's just. I just think it's gorgeous. It's going to be a great guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Absolutely. So we've got some more pictures. Yeah. Let's run. Let's see some more stuff. Hang on. There we go. Pretty cool. Look I mean, this headstock. one has been custom made. That's, that's a good. That's a good picture, isn't that? Wow. I mean, Jim Jim Root really does know how to sell his stuff. So it's like for for a company like Fender, I think it's the the easiest and and less cost uh, or a very cost effective uh, marketing sure. measures and uh, sure. kind of get reactions from the fans and and everything. And wow, I mean, I'm, I'm digging this. And uh, yeah. I'm not the biggest offset shape fan, but uh, overall, I'm I'm totally digging the looks. Right, it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. So as you said, it's not production, but it, if it were, then um, I think it would. Depending on price, of course, it would sell. Um, maybe build it in Mexico, keep the price to about one thousand three hundred, and um, I think they'd have a good sale. With on, EMGs, on maybe fifteen hundred. Yeah. With EMGs, we're talking about a bit more. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about kind of steep price increases that everyone's facing at the moment. So exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We could probably mention that actually about prices in a little bit. Which maybe we will talk to Yazzie about it because um, we're going to bring her on in about I would say ten minutes, just yes. because she's she's in the green room now, and that was a secret message Already? to Yazzie. You know, that was my smooth way of saying you know you've got about ten minutes till you're on. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, nobody heard. Nobody it, heard. So yeah. you've got another pick, Dan. Yeah, please. Um, the LTD snake bite. Yeah, that was some, something that uh, kind of leaked, I think, at a festival. And uh, that was kind of surprising to see that there was a, a a new finish that, you know, was kind of shown as a, a prototype and as an exhibition sample but at, at such festival, uh, which is a rather uncommon way since uh, mm. a festival is, is, a, is a rather local show and, you know, it's it's... It's limited. The audience is limited. Whereas if like, if you for, do the for the way that, that yeah, <laughs> but if you if you go the the route that Jim Root, if you go the route that Jim Root did, so um, then then you open it up to to the to the general public. So it, it's kind of the, the total opposite on on how to kind of reveal such a model. Um, yeah, that was interesting to see. It's I think it's called the Kuyu Camo finish. Uh, it's an LTD version, so currently we only have, I think, the set in white and set in black versions of the Gems Headfield Snakebite. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not pl- plenty more to say. I mean, if if you're dig if you're digging camo, that's probably a nice nice guitar for you. Personally, yeah. This, by the way, on the right side is the dude that's uh, that that photographed everything. So, uh, okay. props to him for yeah, leaking for that. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it does actually say unreleased festival preview. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not super leakage. It's just wasn't that official. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's, says, it's a new, it's a new color. You know, I don't know if you can see the specs, everybody. But it's a set neck construction, a three-piece mahogany neck, Makassar ebony fingerboard, a thin U neck contour. I really want to try mm. that. Twenty-two uh, mm-hmm. XJ frets, LCD locking tuners, Tone Pros locking bridge, and EMG JH Het set pickups. Hmm. Can't wait! I really can't wait. Uh, it's not definitely mm-hmm. not a guitar that I would uh, gravitate towards, but um, purely for the for the fact that I wouldn't gravitate towards it makes me want to play it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be interesting. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, you've lately you've you've gotten into metal, so that might be a chugging machine too. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, I've never gone from so much right-handed work as, as James Hetfield. I've been sort of limited by Billy Joe Armstrong, I would say, who also is an amazing um, yeah. down picker. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I mean, these were my picks of the week. Um, the camo finish is probably not the big news, but you know, it's nah, kind of strong a kind picks. of nice addition. Yeah, strong picks. Okay. Can we do mine? Let's let's have some picks from from Andrew. Andy's pick of the week. Andrew's pick there of the we week. Are. Oh, Yazzie's joined us. Whoops, there's Yazzie just there. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Yes, Hi, I'm here. <laughs> oh wow, that was um, that was not supposed to happen. But welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Well, hi, so, and surprise, even to you. <laughs> yeah. no, now you now you need to stick around with us and play yeah, yeah. by Borrow or Burn, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I just see that my camera froze. Uh, let me just quickly read this. Um, okay. Well, if you do leave us, then don't worry, we can add you back again because you weren't no, supposed no, to be uh, anyway. I don't know. I don't know why this <laughs> is happening. Well, we'll carry on, and maybe you could have a look at your camera stuff. If you need to leave, then then don't worry. We won't, uh, we won't think bad of you. Um, this is a new Fender series from Japan. And um, mm -hmm. full disclosure, I didn't pick this as my pick. Dan picked this as my pick. And then I looked at the pick, and I said, yes, I would have picked that. So all is well. All is good. Um, it's... <laughs> A, a Japan-only Fender Limited collect, collection of F-hole Telecaster thin-line models, and yeah. um, Dan and I were talking about uh, how they were <clears throat> fugly, but then I had to stop Dan and I talking because I wanted to discuss it on the show. So Dan, um, <laughs> I think the natural-looking one is fugly, but the others okay. I would rock. The others are, are wonderful. You, and yes, he's back. You rock those. Hey. I'm back. Um, I think I need to reconnect whenever my camera is freezing. I, I never had that problem before, actually, um, when Windows Update have been aiming at me. My camera started to freeze every now and then, even though in my live streams. But it just takes a few seconds to fix it. I hope it's stable now and it won't All annoy right. you. <laughs> if it isn't, it's purely in uh, tradition of the show that something technical is a problem. So, you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> We, we have cool. several traditions, and technical problems is one of them. Is one of them, absolutely. Yeah. But we'll wing it each time. We'll wing it each time, and we just you know, go through the show. Yeah. Okay. So, so going well, back to the Yazoo, guitars. But we'll go to these Fenders. Um, yeah. I mean, they the are F fugly is with, an a, with a Fender F, right? With that. I, I don't think they're fugly. I only think the natural one is, is not good looking. It's too opulent. It's too, uh, too trying to be gorgeous. Um, uh, I've got another picture here somewhere. Let's have a look. I just can't yeah, get, that one. get over. I just can't get over the the uh, the thin line F hole shape. It looks like someone kind of photoshopped that into the guitars. I agree, and also in playing position as it is now, it doesn't look like an F. It looks like I don't know. <laughs> looks like a a man shaking his really large fist. Oh boy, what could like, that be? Like this. Uh... Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yazzie, what do you think? What's your first impressions of these fenders? Uh, I just need to sh uh, watch on my phone because I don't see anything. And I, I just saw that my camera froze again, which is stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will reconnect soon. But uh, my, my opinion, well, it's something different, to be honest, with the F right there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's something 
I wouldn't play <laughs> just uh -huh. because of the looks, but um, yeah, I don't know. I never tried it out, so um, I'm always the kind of person that prefers sound above um, the like appearance, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm more the traditional type of Fender person, I think. Cool. I think that's that's a, a good opinion. Not that you can rate opinions. But um, I, I do think that natural one is, is ugly. But um, again, yes, I mean, the back, the back go, is pretty so. pretty, right? The back's nice because it's understated. It doesn't look too... I think it might be the gold hardware as well that just, you know, doesn't do it for me. However, yeah. that one, I'm not sure. There's like a gunmetal gray, blue. Uh, mm -hmm. For me, there's a lot to like about that, except that the F needs to be the other way around. So rotated mm -hmm. 90 degrees clockwise. So if you're looking at it playing... It only says F if you hang it up by its headstock. Yeah, um, I see the um, problem. Yeah, I will try so, to reconnect once again after when it doesn't work. I will just use the webcam. Okay, okay? cool beans. Yeah, okay. go for it. Okay. No stress. So yeah, imagine, um, let's imagine this guitar with a regular F hole. That would be pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I'd like I to see know. more guitars with the first letter of their. Uh, company name as a whole so for you you'd have like an eye hole I. <laughs> and a, a g hole for gibson oh boy and then, <laughs> um, harley benton an hb hole and for I'm, I'm pretty sure that there's a, someone on instagram that will immediately do that either chipson or sir picklehorn or ryan probably do that yeah I guarantee Ryan at 60 cycle hum is going to is going to rotate that f by 90 degrees and say this is what it should yeah. be. Um, and if he doesn't, <laughs> if he doesn't, then I will. Uh, it requires effort. Um, I'm just trying to think of the, the Gretsch would also have a G hole. What's the most interesting people in the chat? What's the most interesting hole letter? Um, oh boy! Uh, you just get a letter. Just get a letter. That's all. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I kind of like it, uh, so that's why it's my pick that the damn pick for me. I'm going to give you just some specs, just so we can talk it through. It's uh, hey uh, Dan, how's your yen to euro and dollar conversion skill? Uh, bad. Um, Hundred and forty-three thousand. Is that a thousand euros? One hundred and forty-three thousand yen. Um, that should be like a thousand euros, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Let, me, let me let me do the calculation. I don't want to be stupid, but yeah. roughly. <laughs> but you're uh, getting um, okay. So the hang on, there's one. Oh, the one that I don't like, the one that's all glorified, is more expensive, and the other ones are cheaper. Brilliant, cool. I guess someone <laughs> much, in the chat much. has already found out the, pl uh, the price. <laughs> yeah, someone. We got some. We got said some Valeria, thousand ninety-seven yeah, euros. Thanks, V. Yeah, uh, Valeria's on it. She's one of our moderators. I'm not surprised she got in there first. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's one of the new tellies that we can't own because it's Japan only. Unless you're listening to or watching in Japan right now. In that case, fill your boots. <laughs> okay, um, I've got another pick. Another pick, Dan. Let's go for it. All right. It is... Uh, and I'm glad that Yazzie is here for this because there is a kind of elephant in the room for this one. So okay. it is this. It's the Moist Reverb from Joyo. And 
the word moist in English is a disgusting word to speak. <laughs> and it's just not very nice to say. I, I, I've said it once, I think it's, or twice. I think that's enough. I don't really want to mm -hmm. say it anymore. It's not a rude word. It's not a dirty word. It's the sort of word you could read in a children's book. But for some reason, even the people in the chat are re re um, reacting to this. It is, it's not a nice word. Yazzie, have you come across this word before? Yeah, of course. I've been coming across that word before. <laughs> in some unpleasant situations, also concerning YouTube. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm, yeah. If we can dive into that, I'm sure. Um, now, I posted this on Instagram, and I want to kind of make an apology because some people thought that I was being rude. And I wasn't. I was just saying, here's a reverb that has a very unfortunate name. And I did speak to Joyo when they told me this pedal was coming out. And I said, it's not a good name, everybody. I think you should change that name. And they didn't, um, which I guess has resulted in quite a lot of uh, uh, free publicity because it's so bad. Mm -hmm. But I did, uh, I did end up uh, offending someone who wrote to me via email. And um, no offense was intended. But also, you know, I think it's to do with perception rather than anything else. Um, if you talk about that in terms of baking, for example, uh, nothing wrong with a lovely moist cake, uh, which I think is just there we go. Crane has just mentioned that in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> cake cake should be moist. In fact, you know, when it's um, it's raining outside, it can be the grass can be moist, but it's one of those words that is not exactly, you know, pleasant. Yeah. So, but if we look, if we look behind behind the the name of the pedal itself, I think you've tried that before. Is that right? I have it at the house. Oh, I yeah, have yeah. it at my Austrian house. Yeah, um, <laughs> in your. <laughs> um, and uh, I've tried it and. Very, very quick review. For the money you're going to spend on that, it's a good reverb. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth the 40 bucks it's going to cost, something like that, something silly. Um, so, yeah, but they've, they've misnamed that. It should be mm. something else. Yeah. Yeah, so apologies to anyone who I offended, uh, who, who, are, who, who I might be offending right now. But, um, you know, it's just a word. Um, so... Yeah, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, please. For my, for my apology. <laughs> okay, Yazzie, we're going to play a game, Yazzie. It's called Buy, Borrow, or Burn. Okay. And in this game, you it's like uh, the other game. You can choose three options. And you have to buy one of these pieces of gear we've spoken about. You have to borrow one, and you have to burn one. So okay. everybody gets a choice. And I try and pick Dan's, and Dan tries to pick mine. So uh, to run quickly through the gear that we spoke about... Uh, Dan okay. went for the Fender Jim Root um, Jazzmaster, which okay. is not yet available in Paisley. Like uh, then also for the Ooh. Josh, <laughs> the Josh, Josh <laughs> Smith. Uh, what's the name of that guitar, Dan? Flat 5-1. Flat 5-1, which is not available to buy. Um, yeah, and yeah. then the, the Hetfield uh, Camo Grey Snakebite from LTD. And then with me was the F-hole Fender that's only available in Japan and the <laughs> the reverb that shall not be named. So. All right. Um, <laughs> that That is actually a nice name. The reverb, the reverb that, that, that shall, shall be named. All right. Then people go. in the chat, let me know what you want. Let's play the little video and come back in a second. Bye.
<laughs> so, <laughs> so pointless, absolutely pointless, yeah. but it's, it's a little bit of fun. Okay, oh, that, get that reverb off the screen. Um, let's go to that one. There we go. So, um, all right. Yassi, would you start? like to go first as our, as our guest? Okay, uh, I should just name a gear I would buy, I would borrow, and I would burn, right? Sure, we, I we would definitely. Go... Okay, I would definitely buy the Jim Root Jazzmaster because I'm a huge Slipknot fan, and I always wanted to have one of his signature models, <laughs> and uh, it's also pretty neat. So, for the sound and also for um, the shape and everything, I think that would be cool. I would definitely borrow the uh, James Hetfield Camo guitar because I'm also playing a lot of Metallica. I would burn maybe the natural Fender because I. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't like natural finishes at all. And I mean, the pedal, it's like meme worthy, so it should exist. Yeah, I mean, burning one burning one fender and buying the other one kind of makes it even, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, I, I think that's one of my favorite answers ever. It was, yeah, I don't, not that there's a right or a wrong answer. It was just it was well thought out and, and seemed to make sense. And um, I think last week's episode, I was in true trouble trying to pick something. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Dan, would you would you pick something for me, my friend? Absolutely. I think you would burn the moist pedal because they didn't listen to you when it came down to naming it. But actually, there's a good point by Poo Ninja. Can you burn a moist pedal? I tell you what, Dan, we, we'll, we can we can find out in a couple of weeks if you like. <laughs> that will make for a clickbaity video, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's I, it doesn't light; it's too moist. <laughs> I'm I'm up for right, setting so, fire to a pedal. You have? I'm up for setting fire to a pedal. Yeah, sure. Oh, you're up for, have you ever tried yeah. that? Uh, oh, no. I mean, people have set fire to guitars before. I don't think they've done it to pedals. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this could but be anyway. really, really hot because it's mostly out of metal and it's really hard to burn metal or even melt it, but I think it could be a really worthy experience. I'm going to do it. Sounds like I'll review it clicks. first, review it first, and then I'll set fire to it. Or maybe set fire to it as part of the review. You never know. Does it burn? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to burn that one. That's a. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'd probably borrow the. Ha, huh, that's a tough one. Borrowed the Ibanez. Just nah, no, 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 no. I'm I'm leaving out the Ibanez. You would borrow the Thin Line, and uh, you would buy the Jim Root because you like offset shapes. How's that? It's pretty darn close. I All think. Right. I actually think that I would have done what Yazzie did. I think I would. Def I would definitely buy the the Jim Root. There's no question there. <laughs> I would borrow the Hetfield ES, uh, LCD because it's so different to what I normally play, and the, I, I have a thing about the you know the the side of his guitar that just looks like someone accidentally forgot to cut something off. Um, it just seems interesting. But regarding burning, I would also have to burn that Japanese natural Fender, um, <laughs> <laughs> just because I, I I like the other ones so much. But yet the Fender are pushing this natural one as as the one to get. Like no, no way. What are you talking about? So may but um, I actually do quite like natural finishes sometimes. Like on a seventies Fender, I think they I think they're gorgeous. Um, 
But looking at, to talk about sound, looking at the bridge of the fenders, I don't think that's going to sound like I like my Telecasters to sound. Uh-huh. Um, but then I would, I'd have to put the, the moist pedal in there somewhere. No, as, as you said, Yazzie, it's, it's meme worthy, so it kind of gets a free pass. <laughs> but yeah, if, if any other choice would be what Dan says. Dan, you were pretty close, mate. Just... I, I, I have to burn that fender because what are you doing, fender? It's disgusting. All right. Well, sorry. Now um, it's your turn, right? Uh, sorry, just Jason. Jason's commented, uh, Andy, it's bonfire night over in the UK in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Henning's here. Hello, Henning. Uh, what fender? I missed everything. I'm so out of the loop. Yes, you are. Yeah. Stop playing real music and doing live gigs and stuff and actually using gear and get back on youtube terrible henning did a gig i'm sure it was great uh okay so dan may i choose your picks yeah please do so right you buy the moist you borrow the moist and you burn the moist i just wanted to say moist no. again, just to get the way i think <laughs> you wanted to say moist three yeah, times I'm, right? I'm getting into it i'm getting into it nice. uh i think you'd borrow the josh smith because you're intrigued and it's a one-off Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you would Ooh, I think you might buy the also the gym route. Mm-hmm. And I think you would burn the reverb pedal that shall not be named. Nope. Very <sighs> close, but not quite. I'd buy the gym route because I'm absolutely digging the looks. I tried the, the Josh Smith because uh, he sounds great and it looks great. I'm uh, really digging the black hat stock. And I would burn the fender because I can't stand that F, F hole. It just looks wrong. It looks photoshopped. It looks like, ah, no. <laughs> so we, so basically we've all had the same choice. That's never happened wow. before. <laughs> yeah, That's there interesting. You go. Which leads us to the cool. conclusion, fender, if you haven't even thought about like producing mass producing that jim root black paisley do so <laughs> yeah it's a one-off yazzy it's not it's not a production model so uh -huh. um it should be and if they can keep it under 1500 should we say i think that's a, mm -hmm. a good price with with the mgs and jim's james's name on it um uh yeah i think it's good what what do you think in the uh um, we got fender go home you're drunk from valeria <laughs> uh <laughs> Henning's just typing the word moist over and over again, which should be predictable. <laughs> David says, uh, buy the Paisley Jazzmaster, borrow the F-hole, and burn the moist. Um, yeah. Moist Isley. That's, that would also be a nice name. Moist Isley. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> la, 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 la. Um, where, hang on, we got. Does, does anyone else make any picks? I've, I've missed. Oh, Michael, borrow the paisley, burn the f hole, buy the offending moist reverb. Oh, okay. It does sound well. You have to wait to my video review, but so far for the forty bucks, it's going to cost you. Yeah. Uh, Poon Ninja is writing words that I'm not going to re read out. Um, I'm going to choose one more, and then we can talk to our good friend Yazzie. Uh, blah blah blah. Has anyone else made any picks? Not really. No, I was a little I was bit lazy, guys. This I was, week? Yeah, I was expecting some more input from you guys. What's what's going on? 
Oh, uh, let's have some controversy. Let's have some controversy. Actually, I think the YouTube stream just crashed. Are we still running? Yeah, you're still running. I just am checking. It's still running. Yeah, we're, right. we're okay, running. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, cool. I, it's the only chance I can even see what's going on to watch the stream. <laughs> oh, hang on. Val Valeria says they did. Go back. Oh, sorry, guys. Here I am. It was just me not paying attention. There's, there's the comment about perfume at the airport. I remember that one. We are roast dinners. My mum calling Henning the bald one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've covered a lot in this podcast so far. Um, uh, IG with single coils. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, camo. Okay, so we're getting to Dan's. Here we go. This is great podcast content. This is this is yeah, welcome yeah, to the show, yeah. Yazzie. This is number one guitar podcast in the world. Um, <laughs> potential. <laughs> right. Okay, we're getting there. I just want. I've got to find it now. It's a matter of um, pride now. Or if anyone else wants to retype it, and Dan can read it out. Yeah, and, uh, Fergie. Fergie just wrote, "Burn the paisley, borrow the hat, and buy the moist." That's interesting. No. Oh, no. Well, it's it's wow. wrong. It's wrong, but it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Fergie. No, I understand that. Um, okay. Oh, there's Sarang. There's Sarang. Okay. Buy Josh Smith's AZ or even the Gold Top AR. Borrow Jim Root's Paisley JM and burn the F hole Fender. A lot of burning of fenders today, I'm, yeah. and I'm fine with that. Uh, it's actually also not an uh, not an AR. That's a signature model for Koi Bowls. That was a US exclusive one. The golden, uh -huh. the kind of golden double cut that you saw on on the screen as well that Josh posted. Mm -hmm. um, it's Koi Bowles. He's a guitar player in um, the Zac Brown band. So uh -huh. it's a rather limited production signature guitar for the US market. Oh, why why is why is that going to be limited? I hate limited guitars because they're always the ones that are, you know, quite desirable. Um, I don't know. Alexis I really like by Paisley. Burn the Ibanez. Oh, Alexis wants to burn the Ibanez. He loves AZs, but not matching headstocks. At least we're, you know, we're bringing some, some uh, fairness to the conversation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I enjoyed that. I've I've never had an experience where we have you, Dan, and and the guest as well, also having you know the same pick. That's that's unheard of in guitar stories podcast history. Absolutely. Well, pretty fitting for the fiftieth episode, right? That after fifty episodes, yeah. we finally can agree on the same on the same <laughs> instruments. <laughs> yeah. So, Yazzie, yes, you've joined us on the uh, monumentous fiftieth episode. Oh, uh, <laughs> I feel honored. Yeah. You should be. We're honored. We're very honored. So let's give you a proper introduction because you get a little video as well to welcome you to the show. Oh. <laughs> Officially, Yazzie, welcome to the show. Hi there. <laughs> Thank Hello. you for the invite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dan, Dan, you know Yazzie more than I do, so would you kindly yeah. introduce our guest, please? Yeah, absolutely. So Yazzie, Yazzie is a renowned YouTuber, a um, woman who started as a teenage girl to play metal music on YouTube, and like from there, it has ju just grown into that big community. I think uh, Yazzie is uh, twitching; she's uh, you know uploading videos on a regular basis. She's also a teacher, so she does the whole thing as a spare time activity. 
at the moment. She's got a great band called Oversense. They just released a new album. We'll probably talk a little bit about that. And uh, yeah, so it, it kind of feels like she's very close to my heart because I kind of like followed her way from being like the bedroom player to, you know, entering the, the big stages and being on screen. And it's it's super cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad to have you here. And uh, yeah, welcome. Uh, thank you. you for these flattering words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember that you actually has seen my Eskimo Cowboy video as first thing ever, which was back in 2015, I believe. So this is like yeah. a bunch of time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> and hi, everyone in the chat. Nice to meet you. Lots of Yazzie and Oversense love in the chat. Um, if I may, I'm I'm not a newcomer to you, Yazzie. It's just um, I've joined uh, as a viewer and listener some of your live streams and really enjoyed your your playing where you play. Um, I think it's is it Monday you, you do this? Mondays and Fridays. I also did a Wednesday stream, but now I don't have the time anymore. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I've joined them. And what I do is I, I put your stream on when I'm editing video or, or doing something that I don't <laughs> want to do. And I, I quite thankfully get distracted by you and your playing and your audience. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's and I've I've known of you for quite a while. I think you 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 seem to be very many places in the guitar world online. And you, um, I don't know when you started. Was it when did you start doing what you do? I had my ten year jubilee exactly one month ago. <laughs> yes, that's insane. And t ten years in in internet terms is like a hundred years in real life. Yeah, yeah, like Gandalf age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't support the idea I should act in the new Hobbit movie because I'm not even much taller than a regular Hobbit. <laughs> we need to know. Dad how tall. knows. How tall are you? <laughs> how tall are you, Yazzie? Hmm? How tall are you in, in Hobbit? Are you like 1.2 uh, Hobbits? Or? No, I'm, I'm a 158 centimeters. Tall. I don't know how much feet this is because I never ever have exchanged the systems metric to whatever system. I'm sure Valeria will let us know. She seems to be our conversion genius in in the in the chat. But uh, someone let us know. But yeah, that's that's quite hobbity, if I may say so. Thank you. <laughs> Let's support minus, my cameo in the next Hobbit movie. Then yeah, it's great <laughs> promo. minus the hairy feet, right? <laughs> oh, you don't know. Have you seen my feet? <laughs> Maybe tequila sunrise colored. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, actually, funnily enough, I just like last night I watched The Hobbit, like I think the third movie of the trilogy. So that's that's quite a funny coincidence, yeah. But anyways, so apart from apart from uh, kind of applying for uh, the next Hobbit cast or anything in that regard, like, can you explain us a little bit how how the whole kind of channel went from doing that as a as a hobby to to kind of do it as a you know like a main almost like a main profession like how did it go when did you kind of figure out oh wow i've got something here when was that kind of break even point uh you mean that i finally decided um i take it more seriously um yeah. it was yeah. actually back in 2018 but it was a really really bad timing as i graduated and was in teacher 
preparation time. I don't know if there is a specific term in English. It's called referendariat, a really okay. horror word in German. And mm. um, it was really badly timed because it really has worn me out. So um, when I was done with that, so my second graduation, which was in January 2020, I finally decided... I want to do music. Uh, I really want to be self-employed. It's something I really need to do. I've always been the creative type of person. And um, when I did graduate, I was pushing my channel so hard with three videos a week. I started the live streams and such. And it wasn't until 2020 even. So after nine years of my YouTube channel, I started to make it kind of my main thing, so to speak. Because mm. before I never had uh, the focus because every time I was like, I need to have a safe job if something happens to me, if I would lose an arm because of a stupid accident, which can happen, I, I mm. need to have something so that I'm mm. not starving <laughs> when I'm old, so to speak. And it wasn't until last year that I decided this is the breaking point. I really want to focus on the channel, on the community to like grow and be more creative on it. Because even as a child, when I was doing homework, I also was like drawing pictures in the meantime. So I always was distracted by my art, but even focused mm -hmm. on my work. So I had, I really have to express myself somehow. So this mm. was the inner struggle I always had. Was that also the starting point why you kind of decided to release those videos? Or was that a different drive behind that? This was, uh, like I explained in my 10-year <laughs> video, actually it was yeah. a joke. Like I did a lot of things back in the days. Like I said, I've been writing a lot of poetical stuff. I have drawing a lot of stuff. And um, when I started playing guitar, it was like a movement from me listening to techno to me listening to metal as the guitar introduced me to more like suitable styles, so to speak, without like being laughed about music taste. And um, it was me who wanted to do a scooter song as a metal version. Mm -hmm. I thought it would be fun. <laughs> and so I just did that video and it was fun to create it. And I think this kept me moving because recording my guitar, creating something out of my own hands was something very special to me. And so this channel just started. I mean, after Scooter, I did my System of a Down covers, and many of them uh -huh. have been used by people to sing along. Um, a lot of these covers got deleted already, but I found out that on Smool, this karaoke app in the US, someone illegally uploaded all my instrumentals, <laughs> and they right. are used pretty often. So uh, yeah. This is how it started. It was a joke. I just did something out of a scooter song and then it was so much fun that I just tried to experiment with videos and so it came to life. That's cool. I have quite a few questions. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was I had the questions and I, was, I lost attention. So Dan, please carry on because um, I've got to remember what I was going to ask. <laughs> 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 Um, it's very embarrassing. <laughs> I take two days off, go to a different country, and I can't do my job anymore. Um, 
I know what it was. Sorry, I was just going to agree with the the creativity thing because um, this show right now is quite surreal for me because I'm sat in the very room in which I should have been doing my schoolwork and homework and things like that. I actually sat over on that bed, leaning against the wall, unplugged, learning guitar, making the decision unconsciously to not do homework and pursue a a music career. Um, Mm -hmm. And... I also had the thought about like what happens if I if I lose an arm, you know, or, or actually if it's lose a finger rather than an arm. I wasn't so dramatic as to do the whole arm. <laughs> um, so the the question I wanted to ask and then forgot was, what ways do you think you would possibly lose an arm, <laughs> like lightsaber or? Um, <laughs> Well, I'm driving a lot of car when I'm doing my uh, band rehearsals and when when I'm driving to work and there are so many insane people that are taking over my car or that are like um, just driving in front of me because the light was red and they didn't care. So, I mean, an accident can always happen. And I mean, car accidents are supposedly very intense. (laughs) I've had a couple. Yeah, uh, they're pretty bad. Still got both arms. A couple. Wow, a couple. Yeah, a couple. I mean, that's that's the average, isn't it? No? Okay. No. <laughs> I'll just go into something that I'm not going to explain, but I almost got de- decapitated once. There we go. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, <sighs> we have a question from Pooh Ninja. Um, what is your favorite thing to do to recharge your creative energies? Good question. Sleeping. <laughs> sleep is so important (laughs) and I I got to tell when I'm rested I'm the most creative there are days where I just worked and worked and worked and then I want to record maybe a solo for my band and it just I just don't feel anything I just don't have have anything in my mind because I'm not rested so as stupid as it sounds I really like to sleep because I don't get much of it (laughs) that's interesting (laughs) Um, before we go any further, um, one of the moderators, could you please put the link to Yazzie's channel in the chat so that people Thank can you. check it out? Because people have just yeah. realized that you are JJ's one girl's one girl band. Now, oh, oh, that's you. 275,000 subscribers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so <laughs> basically, yes, you are you. You are here. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm looking different with my glasses on. <laughs> that, that's, um, that's a teacher look, right, you're giving us? Yeah. And yeah. that's Andrew, my Daniel. No. <laughs> so, te- teacher, that's your day job, right? Yeah, I'm teaching math and physics at a German gymnasium. I don't know if it would be a high school. Like high school, I teach, yeah. Yeah, children from 10 to 18, 19, depending how old they are when they graduate. That's got to be yeah. one of the most difficult jobs in the world. It must be real. Yeah. You must love it. You must love it. Otherwise, you, you, there's no way you could do it, surely. Uh, actually, it's kind of a hate love tragedy, if I want to describe it <laughs> music wise. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I hated it, especially during the lockdown, where we had to do uh-huh. everything digitally and there were so many restrictions. It was ridiculous. Um, with a big exclamation mark um, and I've been working a lot more than I was supposed to and still I felt like I'm not reaching everything I should I mean I did everything I could with like streaming my lessons with doing everything online and because I'm used to streaming and such 
but there were days where I really didn't have m more than four hours of sleep or something and I still had this channel going I still had my band and I really wanted to like just sleep <laughs> mm. it was torture but on the other hand if there are kids and they are like enjoying what you are teaching them and also everyone raises their hand when you ask a question and one pupil says have you ever have seen such an active class it's it's like really cute like what the hell is happening it's math and all of you are raising your hands what is going on with you guys <laughs> and not to not to forget you did some some great um, tutorial videos as well for your students right yeah i did um because i was so over motivated the first weeks i recorded some explanatory videos for me and my colleagues and um, they were pretty good received but at the end I experienced that it's way too much work, like mm. I'm doing so much extra and it's not going to be rewarded and the pupils even enjoy the streams I'm doing and it's more direct exchange. So it was of self-protection <laughs> that I didn't mm. do them anymore. But if you are interested in math and want to learn German, you're kindly invited to check these out, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like one person's heaven and one person's hell. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm tempted, but it depends what kind of mood I'm in. Uh, so we, we kind of, we, we named this episode uh, about building a following. And it, it seems that you've been around for quite a while and you must have experienced lots of changes with social media, lots of changes with YouTube, lots of changes with the internet generally. Um, would you sort of, I mean, we, we talked about when you started to, started to take it seriously, but would you describe a little bit about how it is to be someone that has a following this big and, and um, as a musician and creative as well? Uh, actually, it puts me under a lot of pressure because uh, I feel like I've built up the community. There are so many people supporting me also on the live streams and I feel like I'm obliged to deliver content because I'm also on Patreon and doing stuff. And it's also some kind of like um, these people helped me to get where I am now. I mean, when I was a bedroom guitar player, 10 years ago, I would never have dreamt of to be officially an Ibanez artist. I mean, this was the first real guitar I ever got from my parents, a Jio model. And now 10 years later, I'm like officially a member of that brand. And it was like, I am so grateful for that community because without them watching my videos, enjoying the stuff, giving feedback, I won't even be here and noticed by others. And also I wouldn't have my band because without YouTube, um, I wouldn't even have the opportunity to join a band. As But this is another subject, to be honest. Uh, I just feel like um, the content I create is sometimes not necessarily something I enjoy the most, but I know that the people that are watching my um, channel love it. For example, um, it's also the problem with time. I do a lot of riffless, people enjoy them, but I also would love to do more covers of bands I love, but I know that these kind of things are out. So I always have my book here, I can show you. It's oh, a yeah. really nice girly kawaii bullet ah. journal. <laughs> guilty pleasure and I'm writing down like 
every ideas I have, and sometimes the weeks are full, sometimes they aren't, and there are like my notes, what I plan and such. So I, I am very organized <laughs> and I really have some kind of an enterprise right now. I'm doing live streams, I'm doing videos, I'm there on Twitch and it kind of emerged to something. So mm -hmm. doing everything I can to have a positive community and to answer the questions and to tell them, hey, I'm not like a product, I'm not someone cast in here, I'm a real person and I invite you to be part of my creative process and everything. Mm -hmm. But that's, that, this must have been like a, a steep learning curve because, um, you know, that's you sound like very professional how you deal with with uh with your fan base and you know you've got a very loyal fan base plenty of people that watch every single show but i think this must have been like a process where you kind of started from being let's say the naive youtuber that kind of wanted to do the best and maybe wanted to reply to every single comment and maybe get to a point where you maybe even get get to feel some of the to uh, toxicity in uh, on youtube and some you know negative feedback maybe even experience some trolls to kind of become a very um you know a youtuber with a lot of self-esteem and a very professional approach on how to deal and how to moderate your your fan base like could you elaborate a little bit on how that how that learning curve was for you and, and what what stages you went through yeah i totally went through the stage uh, about every like answering every comment, answering every message on Facebook. And it ended up that me chatting for an hour with random people and for two hours and such, because it felt really special that strangers would enjoy my content. And they weren't mm -hmm. creepy at all. They were really normal people. Like they wanted to exchange about music. They didn't ask for any nasty pictures. They were like just interested in my channel, which was pretty great. And mm -hmm. I just noticed then, okay, I invest too much time into that. So I've cut down the personal conversations a bit more and just answer to the YouTube comments. And even up until uh, maybe March this year, I managed to reply to nearly every new comment on my channel. I did this wow, okay. until this year. And this was also something people were really like uh, surprised about. I um, almost got so many answers. Uh, wow, a YouTuber with over 100k subs uh, answering. But it's just something I still do because it's something that I also appreciate people liking my content and like... I know that they are also a part of the responsibility that I'm, I am where I am, but I also told you that. Um, the other stage was also replying to these troll comments because once I have released um, the Master of Puppets guitar cover of Metallica, um, mm -hmm. the hate started because a girl was playing Metallica, not 100% perfectly. And so people called me a bitch. They called me a whore, a slut. So the normal things you know, get as a girl. And it's <laughs> actually moves on. Yeah. That's awful, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. normal. I mean, we are on YouTube and this is the first word people can use to offend a girl. I mean, mm. come on. <laughs> uh, 
And um, yeah, I was, I, I just remember receiving the first hate comment. I was together with a good friend of mine. We were just getting home from a band rehearsal and we're just about to enter the underground where I um, just have read the first uh, stupid bitch comment like that. And I was really intrigued by that. I was so shocked why someone would insult me like that. And I, I, I searched for mistakes about my own personality, my own person, because when you never have received a hate comment, you start to think what is wrong with you instead of thinking what is wrong with this person typing it. And so um, after this video got a little bit more viral, these comments got more and more and they were like really made me fed up. And I didn't have any motivation to play guitar anymore since they were consuming me a lot, I have to admit. But I think this stage is like obligatory when you are starting out, that you are doubting yourself, that you need to figure out how to deal with hate comments. And I also did a small video about that, like create not hate, reading out some of mm -hmm. the comments, fun about them. But I have to admit, it was until maybe I got to my band that I still had two or three years a really bad time dealing with these comments. I still am angry when I get them, but mm -hmm. I don't invest so much time anymore to wonder about myself, to wonder about my videos, and to wonder about the person and maybe even giving answers. There are some opportunities where I try to understand why these people have written that, so I reply to some of these comments. But in most cases, it doesn't lead anywhere instead of just a ban and such. Mm. So it took me maybe two years to accept that people are stupid and that I cannot do anything about it and that people will hate on me even if I don't do anything wrong. Um, they are just there to hate you because they are jealous about everything you accomplish. You don't deserve it because they are so much better than you are and all this stuff. And this was maybe the hardest stage to take, to mm -hmm. accept that. And it's still hard for me. But um, with all the videos getting so much attention, Siri, I didn't ask you, um, <laughs> I figured out that uh, I cannot reply to everyone. And I really uh -huh. want to also um, have still like a connection to my fans. So I am with Patreon. It might maybe seem a bit odd to other people to pay a creator for their page for creating something to be able to create something but i have a patreon launch where i talk to my uh, patrons every day we exchange each other every day like a small talk there are big conversations and this is like my main kind of connection to my fans that really support mm. me and where I know there aren't any creeps. So mm. I still have this like really um, like close relation to the people who are enjoying my videos, but much more focused to those who kind of contribute a lot with feedback, with moderation. And so this community is also growing. So I structured the importance of some um, fan interaction, so to speak, and I still reply to comments, but it's like a level system I have in my head. So the most important thing are my patrons. Then there is my email where I just see if there are some people that really take the time to write something really nice to me. 
Then I have the YouTube comments and maybe Facebook and Instagram messages that I check occasionally because it's simply too much. And then I have the haters that sometimes get a kick from me or not. And yeah, that's the thing, how I structured it in my head, what is most important. And this is how I also um, reply to people. It, I'm just going to uh, echo some of the stuff that was said in the chat. It sounds like you're a very strong person who has gained this strength through the experience of, of these trolls and this this hate and focusing on the positive rather than the negative uh, seems to be the key to that. So a question for you, for anyone listening to this or for like thinking as, as a father, having a daughter, um, what would you recommend for anyone who's currently in the stage um, female, male, anything of going through that. I went through it as well, and I still go through it sometimes where you're, you're pushing against more negativity than positivity. And what would you say is, is the way to, to win at this? Um, I mean, if you are feeling attacked by hate, um, I did feel attacked a lot because people were making fun of my body, me being fat, me being a valorous and something. It made me feel like, okay, I'm insecure. Why am I insecure? And I just thought, okay, I'm not self like content with me. And when I'm not content with me, of course, it's easy to attack me. So what I did and gaining more confidence this year was I was losing weight simply not because people told me to, but because I feel I am getting attacked because I am not satisfied with myself. So I always ask myself, why do I feel attacked by these comments? Is it just because it's a personal thing? No. Is it because I'm not content with my lighting? anything and then I just change it and I just feel like a lot more confident right now I just don't have to fix my camera angle 10 times because anyone could think I'm fat and I think like this was my my personal hurdle to like take that I have to accept okay I'm not content with myself this is why I feel attacked this is why I feel bad about it and this is what I need to change mm-hmm Wow, okay. so, so you, you think like if you're personally if if you're in a personal life if you're in balance you're kind of less prone to yeah. be too receptive to that definitely. kind of negativity and and you know those bad comments definitely because when you yeah. feel attacked it's mostly because you aren't content huh. okay so love yourself then uh, you're not open to others hate you yes <laughs> actually it helped for me now if anyone says i'm looking fat i'm like bitch what are you talking about <laughs> oh yeah please please that <laughs> that tone i'm gonna read every one of your replies in that tone now <laughs> I'm, gonna go through, I'm gonna go through your channel and, and find that voice that's awesome do, do you think that some um, like being a teacher and dealing with people who must be going with body issues and personal issues at those ages is that something that you can cross over with the YouTube and the musician thing? You mean that I can actually help because of my yeah. experience? Yeah. Um, uh, I, uh, the thing is that I have a different mindset than today's pupils. I always try to tell them to encourage them that uh, they aren't models and that they won't look like people on Instagram. The best example was the photo shooting we had of every pupil uh, <laughs> two weeks ago. And then people were like, oh, I'm so fat. Look at my legs. I'm, hot. I'm like, 
that's how you look like when you don't have an Instagram filter. And then they were like, do you mean we're looking ugly? I'm not, no, I'm just saying everyone looks like that. I mean, just be not that stupid to believe. I didn't say stupid, uh, but the message was don't be so stupid to believe that you will always look like that. So like if you're just posting a selfie from up here, it won't be the same position as you will be photographed mm -hmm. like like that. And they have such a wrong perception that I try also to locate when girls are not eating properly so i'm really listening carefully when they are like talking about food and what they eat so that i can also say stop what you're doing is unhealthy and um, it's like a big concern for me that they don't destroy their body for ideals they will never reach i mean it's yeah. something i find quite positive about all the fitness models and this is also something i refer to they say uh, posture one posture two these are in two years these are two minutes where they are like posed and unposed and this is something that is so important to always tell pupils that reality sometimes isn't real if you just don't believe that people are just like you and They feel ugly if they don't have their hair calm. They feel ugly when this, when that. And mm. it's so important to share that everyone is beautiful and actually you shouldn't hide it. That's great. Thank you. Excellent point. Yeah. To take that to a musician thing, this is why I really respect you for doing your live streams because there is, as you're saying, there's nothing hidden. It's all live. You're playing. Um you're playing to, to your track or something and what you're playing is what the person is is seeing the viewers is, is, is seeing and hearing and as a guitar playing youtuber um i often take quite a few takes to get something that i'm comfortable <laughs> with but i never feel freer than when i'm playing on a live stream or at a live show for example so i think i often worry too much about the stuff that's recorded because it's recorded and set in stone But when it's live, even though it is still recorded, um, I tend to play more naturally and play, I feel freer. I mean, if it may not sound any different or better or worse in someone's eyes, I feel better when I'm playing live. And having watched your streams, um, I think it cuts through all the the, the bullshit of, of people editing the, their lives and just doing, just living. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as this is also something very important. I also like uh, testing out stuff. Like I did blindfolded challenges because why not? <laughs> um, people always tell like, can you play blindfolded? I mean, I'm so good. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's also like it's a thing to experiment. And it's also like, I have to admit, not so much work. If you're live streaming, you play music, you don't have to edit anything to make it look perfect and people enjoy it. Of course, you mm -hmm. see mistakes and such, but it's something natural and also telling people that it's okay. I mean, even on yeah. a live show, I have seen Avenged Sevenfold live and also Sinister Gates did play some mistakes, but he isn't on the internet. There won't be a troll jumping on stage, hitting him with his fist and telling him, hey, you suck, you did play the note correctly. And... Mm. This is always something That's a very important. Very, very nice example. Metallica just recently for the release of the Black Album, they I think they played "Nothing Else Matters" at, at Jimmy Kimmel, if I'm not mistaken, or like or a different song, but like a song they've played a thousand times. 
And even then, they made mistakes while playing that because especially the electric guitar is such a kind of bitchy instrument when it comes to kind of being very steady when you play. You know, notes, it's always very subtle differences and you can easily make mistakes that are highly, you know, not visible, but people can, can hear them. And um, yeah, so I, I don't really see a point of perfection because sometimes the live version is much, much better and much more energetic and much more true to the original vibe than any studio recording. And uh, yeah, those blindfold challenges, I, li I like them a lot because they really show how, <laughs> how you, yeah, how you brief the song that you kind of really can can play everything from from top to bottom, and, and even if if I would you know, with ringing the bell at, at your at your door at four o'clock and say play Master of Puppets, you could just grab a guitar and and do it, and that's that's kind of pretty cool to see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's also something that gives you a lot of like joy and confidence that you sometimes you you don't expect yourself to be able to do that like yesterday i did no yes yeah, stop yesterday uh, i did the day that never comes and also with all the jumping of positions i ended up at the hardest part of the solo at the right spot and these are like the things that make you so happy and people yeah. are always like <laughs> your your facial expressions when doing blindfolded are so priceless because they are also natural yeah. i don't see myself on the screen and i'm just having fun and this is like even much more cooler when doing blindfolded so really cool you also like it <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And and there's so much uh, coming back to the community. I think there's also a lot of um, interaction with the community. The other day, if I'm not mistaken, a fan sent you one of his LTD guitars to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Ferry. Uh, he also was a very uh, like crazy dude as he has driven 600 kilometers all the way from the Netherlands to see our only headliner show this year back in wow. August or July. July, I think. Uh -huh. And so he also saw that I did that for my moderator, Milbrook. Um, he also sent a guitar to me to get it signed and to get a cover played on it because he's also a longtime patron. He uh -huh. thought it would be cool. And so, um, yeah, I, I just offered him, you can do this too. He sent the guitar to me. I play it, also recording a video, signing it. And this is also like a unique thing I offer to my fans. Mm -hmm. I mean, I also would be really happy if, uh, for example, um, who would I cho choose? There are so many guitar heroes I have, but let's just say that Sinister Gates is, for example, playing my guitar or Mick Thompson or Jim Root. I would totally freak out. And if there are people that are already like happy when I play them, I feel like really flattered and honored. I mean... Mm -hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> and so I yeah, did this yeah. unboxing video and I think Fairy liked it a lot, but there also have been people being really negative about it and also say, this video was scripted, it's fake. Ooh. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I invented that fan. I invented everything about him. He isn't he's existing. And he also was then <laughs> commenting in the Discord launch these people are denying my existence. I don't even exist. And I would, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> can, we, can we talk, since it's a Guitar Stories podcast, can we talk guitars a little bit? Not necessarily to, to only mention uh, my favorite brand, but also to, to kind of go through what, what phases you had as a, as a guitar player. Like, what was your first guitar, Yazi? 
My first guitar was a no-name Quintus a Fat Strat. It was a rip-off of a Fender Stratocaster, which H... S-H? No, I'm not sure anymore. I think I had two hamburgers, but I need to check at this point. I haven't touched that guitar for many years. Um, it was a really decent guitar. I could do barely anything with it I wanted. Uh, just mm -hmm. the nut broke at some point. And uh, I was like, okay. At some point I felt like this guitar isn't doing what I want to do. Like I feel like I need something that has more potential. And I was like also in the phase, a better guitar makes a better player. <laughs> So, which is still um, true. It, Just for the record, it's, it's still, still true. true. It's still true. You play better, rah, rah, rah. because um, then my parents saw that I stick to guitar for more than two weeks, and they bought me my okay. first Ibanez, the black and red one, and mm. it had a different gain. The whole handling and the whole performance got a lot better. So the guitar definitely can push your potential. And so um, I was a lot more motivated with this guitar also because it was looking awesome. And mm -hmm. I could finally play the songs um, in the sound I wanted them. And this was pretty great. And so I kept with this guitar for a very, very, very long time um, until I was fortunate uh, to have a boyfriend whose father is also a guitar player and he owns a real PRS and a real Gibson Les Paul. And so I was also honored to be able to play these two guitars. And I could tell you, yes, a more expensive guitar sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, my goal was then to keep pushing to get better, to deserve some kind of that guitar. And so I was saving up a lot of money because um, I was really into a PRS SE back then, a blue one, mm -hmm. because of also the shorter scale And I really liked it. And so uh, I have saved money for years to get it. It was 750 euros and it was so much money to me. And I felt I needed to invest it. And it was in the end the best investment I could do because I've recorded so many covers with it that um, they got popular and something like that. And it kind of also was a guitar I really liked. But still, it wasn't like the guitar I felt home with. And so I kept searching for the instrument that would be mine, so to speak, if you know what I mean. Um, I got the opportunity of a small endorsement, but I don't want to waste too many words on that. Um, so I kept searching until I ended up again with the first guitar I ever had with Ibanez. So... You remember maybe our meeting in 2018 where I have been testing out the seventh string and you just approached me and asked me how I liked it and such. And yeah, so I was also testing a lot of Ibanez models, the jam and such. Um, they all are like nearly perfect until I finally found the guitar that was perfect, which was my Ibanez A set. And this again was a joke. like. Everything I do is a joke, basically. My first video was a joke, and also this Ibanez a set was a joke, since um, I was uh, choosing it because it has the same color as my hair, and I think it would be like just a cool gimmick. 
And then it turned out mm -hmm. to have a really comfortable fretboard, a very versatile sound, as Daniel also has explained to me that A set means this guitarist can play something from A to Z. And so it has a really big all-round sound, which is also suiting my band. This is the perfect guitar, period. <laughs> See, Andrew, I was doing my job properly. Hang on, Daniel. Um, <laughs> yes, we have a tradition here that when Dan mentions the I word, I have to play this sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got them in there quite a few times, but but I mean, how how much more natural can an endorsement be? That truly is an endorsement of a product because you must have played lots and lots of guitars, and you ended up at the, at the one that delivered what you needed. And it sounds like and you need it, quite a versatile it fits instrument. Visually, yes, yeah, that's serendipitous, yeah. everybody. Designed but, but for I'm her, getting, right? but I'm cheating it right now. I'm cheating my own guitar ah. with the cipher. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really love the Cyphers. It's mean. <laughs> I still haven't played enough on it. But, uh, Dan, if you could somehow release a curly Afro star guitar, that would be very cool. Um, <laughs> I'd happily play one every now and again. Actually, I think the, the monkey pot top on, on some of the Tom Quayle models, they come quite close to actually Chewbacca fur. So I think that's as close as we can get with that. Are you saying that I bear resemblance to a Wookiee? Maybe? Not really. No, I don't, I'm not feeling very Wookiee. Um, Valeria has been asking if you have the ALF, the ELF. Um, um, I can put you... Hang on. I can there. Put you oh, you can just put me on there we go. screen, black screen, and then I will just be back. Yeah. I Am I gone? Oh no! No, you're, you're on full screen right now. Oh, but I, I don't can take want you. To... Away. Hang on, I'll take you away. And there's Dan. We'll look at Dan for a moment. Who's showing off? That, okay. Uh, green. I don't know what that is, Dan. I'm assuming some kind of Ibanez. Yeah, that's Alf. <laughs> Axio label. Okay. RG six three one Alf. That's that's one of the guitars from this year's lineup that uh, that Yassi really dug, and uh, yeah, she's playing that on a regular basis, and uh, especially with the with the flip flop finish. So that's I'm really back cool. again. Okay, she's back out. There you are. You are full screen, Yassi. Ah, oh, you've got one as well. Yes, of course. I love this guitar. <laughs> it's a really punchy guitar with these active fishman pickups and i also really like the color changing thingy i always wanted to have an ibanez with active pickups and being so fancy so this is kind of really perfect and to show you the guitar i've been talking about i also grabbed it hiding my cats <laughs> <laughs> ah, there is yazi still there yes i here. can't hear her yeah, I can. Well, you because can't I was it, grabbing a guitar, I was grabbing oh, a guitar. Go. So this is my guitar. This is like my guitar yeah. to emphasize it. AC two four two F premium. I Tequila love it. Sunrise gradation. Yeah. Well, I don't have an an Elf guitar. I I do have a guitar near me. Um, but it's got no strings on it, so that's a project for this week. <laughs> hey, did 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 Yassi, uh, You're quite younger than than uh, the two of us. Did you what watch Alf? By the way, a little bit of digressing. I, but, I yeah. know Alf. Uh, yeah, but 
I don't remember too much, to be honest. I'm indeed too oh. young. <laughs> okay. Dang. I loved Elf. Me uh, too. In I fact, I have, I have an Elf here. Oh, man. He's in the attic. One of my favorite soft toy, a Kuscheltier, oh. was, was an Elf. And he's here, but not actually. And my mum had him. She watched him. He must be. Oh, wow. Elf! Daddy's home. No. Nope. He's not here, but <laughs> he's here somewhere. Oh. I need to get my mum back on the show to find out where my where my soft toys are. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to go to the next room. You you two talk for a minute. I think it might be um I think it might be in the next room. Hold on, back in a second. Oh, that's so exciting! Okay. I was one of my favorite favorite TV shows. I still remember very vividly. There was one episode when he was uh, held accountable for for you know inducing so many costs for the family and he was trying to convince Kate of getting a temporary job and uh, you know he making her suggestions and always referring to okay you can also call 555 temporary job that was like yeah <laughs> old memory I just remember I that Alf was eating cats and I didn't like that idea <laughs> no. well I think it was more like it, he never did I think at the end he he actually never did and uh, actually liked cats too. I think there's even one one episode where he's not eating the cats, he's petting them. So what? I think it was more like a met metaphorical statement, you know. Okay, so I was always yeah. lied about Alf, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, he he did. I mean, I think on Malmac the story goes that on Malmac they would be eating cats, but uh, you know he adapted to what was going on on planet Earth, and I think the Tanner family would have been very sad if. if he you know started eating cats so yeah so basically i was i was i was actually freaking out when i when i uh, saw the this cue number of this guitar because it said alf and that kind of took me back to my child days and you know yeah it's actually <laughs> also really nice to me because i always was a fan of alfred j quack the duck oh yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. so it was for me a shortcut for alfred <laughs> all right okay <laughs> it's and it's much easier to remember oh there he is andrew did you find what you're looking for he's been put in the shed in the garden shed oh how, oh my god who would do that <laughs> well you know you met her earlier yeah I that lady have, we all you, you have to have a word with judy we thought we thought my mom was a nice lady turns out she's a a shed banner exile Alien exile. <laughs> okay, so we won't be meeting Elf today, but I will be taking Elf home with me to Austria. Oh, wow. Oh, so next week that's... we're going to see Elf. Yes, for certain, for certain. Um, cool. Well, uh, let's, let's see if we've got any more comments. For uh, I'm assuming you talked about amazing stuff, not just Elf and eating cats whilst I was away. Uh, actually, we did exactly that. But <laughs> while you uh, browse through the through the comments, maybe um, Yasi can also um, give us a little bit of a rundown about the the current and upcoming projects because she's playing in the band called Oversense. I think there's a lot going on at the moment. Yeah, we just have released our second album on September 17th, and it's called Egomania. Um, we also have a fancy deluxe box, and there's a f also funny story behind it. Uh, we have hand-folded these boxes by ourselves, and these are two parts, like we have a top and a bottom, and these are like hand-folded boxes by the band members. Where do you get this service? I, I guess nowhere. 
<laughs> and yeah, we have been working a lot to also do something fancy for our fans since they have been also asking about fancy stuff, so to speak. So if you want to see the album, that's basically the artwork. We see a woman, a rich woman with her champagne sitting on a small piece of wood and after and then behind her <laughs> everything is burning because it's like the apocalypse happening and she doesn't care because she has her fancy outfit her makeup and everything so basically it's uh, a small um how is it called satire um parody. <laughs> like parody parody thank you parody I, i'm getting tired um of our world so we also get a fancy postcard here sticker with a heart that is intoxicated by everything a fancy autograph card there's me on this card i never believed i would be part <laughs> of like an album someday wow. and also a really nice uh, funny poster i will explain to you why it's looking like that and there is beneath uh, the uh, earth a lighting it looks like a heart but actually, this is complete coincidence. Our photographer was just taking a picture and uh, this is a light um, and lighting all the fog in there. So the heart wasn't photoshopped and it's not oh, wow. supposed to be there, but it's like a fun yeah. gimmick. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so we've been working on that album for three years and it's also something very special to me since it's the first official record where I am part of and where I have written the lead parts and also recorded them. So mm -hmm. it's also something really unbelievable for me. Like we already had it. I was a bedroom player and now we're releasing a fancy album with a band and this is really, really nice. So yeah, <laughs> something very special. And um, we also have some live shows coming up uh, in October, 16th of October. We are in my hometown, Darmstadt, in Goldene Krone. And on October 23rd, we are at Oberhausen together with Jaded Hearts. So we are playing music again, also maybe gathering new uh, um, ideas. And we have been really busy with this um, release since we've been sharing it everywhere I also did a playthrough of the first track and such. And yeah, we are now receiving feedback, which is plain incredible, except for maybe two people that were a bit nasty, but whatever, you cannot please anyone. And we are so happy with all the responses and the feedback we got. And Dan, have you already listened to it? <laughs> I listened to it, not to the album, because I didn't receive one and I don't live oh. in Chile. But uh, I, I know all the videos, apparently, and uh, yeah, I like it a lot. And actually, I, I think we chat about that last, last night, too. I'm, I'm totally digging the looks, too, because you've got that kind of yeah. holistic approach to how, how you see the band and, you know, how, how you want them to appear to the audience. And um, yeah, actually, I think, Andy, you and me, we should, we should kind of do some, some sort of restyling for an episode at some point. That would be funny. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> some, some what? It's a good idea. <laughs> Some, so, some sort of re like restyling kind of you know oh what's yeah, wrong with yeah. my look nothing just for the fun i'm up for it i want but i, I request eyeliner and um fake <laughs> tattoos yeah the glam the glam metal episode or something like that with spandex Please. and everything i mean we did we did the, the star wars episode right we did 
But I only yeah. wore a Darth Vader mask for a few minutes because it was—it's not a good idea to podcast whilst wearing a plastic mask on your face. <laughs> it's just—it's just not technically possible. <laughs> Yassi, what what is the deal about the the band name Oversense? You... <laughs> it's so funny because we get asked it so often. It's a very bland because my bandmates, um, the singer, is living in a town called Obersin, <laughs> and Oversense is a very bad, bad uh, translation of this village name. Ober, over, sure. sin, sense. <laughs> nice. German English. That's good. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I think that's a really great reason. That's a, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I think a great, cool. me, a great band, band metal name would be any English town or city translated into German because it automatically I mean, we also have the London metal. District. We have the London District Whitechapel as band name too. So why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, oh. well, fantastic. Um, so uh, I have to ask, um, where do we buy this album if we want to buy yeah, it? Yeah, if you want it, uh, the Deluxe Edition is limited to 100 pieces and there are already some of them gone. Um, there are 12 available on Amazon Germany, but um, you can order it basically in every shop that we listed in our page i would just quickly post it in the chat myself because there are so many links where you can get this album you can get it literally everywhere um so that we have kind of designed this one for all link where you can just join and see if there's a shop you like uh, to order from to get the album this was also something we've been working on with our management to get the album distributed everywhere and so we have checked out several opportunities where to get it in the stores and this is something really cool so basically it's also available in walmart saturn media markt amazon uh amazon us amazon uk um yeah even in walmart this is crazy that's crazy that's weird <laughs> yeah yeah must have been a strange feeling once like when you go to a saturn or media Markt or such a such store and see your own album uh, I, actually, I haven't done this yet. Uh, I didn't have okay. the opportunity to get in one of these stores, but I guess I will do a selfie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Have a, a, oh, man, what a feeling! Yeah. You go to the counter with 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 the disc, and you say, "That's me. I'm That's me. <laughs> I'm buying my own <laughs> album." <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta you know push push it in the charts anyway you know, so. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and i mean make... if you want to help us to make it in the german charts i mean it's up to you if you want to support us <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah oh, well. well i want to say it's thanks the... Yazzie. it's 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 been really cool talking to you and i was I'm not going to lie. I was a, a tertiary fan. I was around the outside of your of what you do. You know, I caught you occasionally. I watched a few of your videos, caught a few of the live streams. And now having spoken to you, I'm like, okay, you're very cool. I want to get a little <laughs> bit deeper into this fanship. So um, yeah, thank you very much. It was, it was really cool meeting you. And uh, I want to say that firstly, your pupils are extremely lucky to have you as a teacher. And, <laughs> and ask them <laughs> <laughs> and your fans are also very lucky to have someone who obviously cares so much about them and, and if i can do 10 percent of what you do then um then the guys watching this show right now are going to get a lot of um good stuff 
So thank you for schooling me. Oh, You're welcome. That's a, that's a terrible pun. Oh, dear. Can I take that back? <laughs> Pretend I didn't say that. It's okay. I'm a teacher. I got to deal with stupid answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I need counseling. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm also very like the type of person that sometimes says a joke and people won't get it and take it offensively. And then I have to explain why it was a joke. So <laughs> the best jokes are the ones you have to explain for certain. Yeah. As we've proven oh, several well. times on this show. Um, I am afraid I have to go. I would love to spend more time, but my kids are downstairs and they've finished watching their movie and I can hear them you know the lego and the movie is not enough for them anymore so uh, <laughs> they this, need daddy this, this house has wooden floors so i can quite literally feel them being unrested so uh yeah, yeah. i would i'd love to hang but i i can't i've got to go and be a dad yeah, yeah. then do your purpose that us teachers don't have to work so much i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can just give them back that's not fair yeah. Well, <laughs> as a parent, you can't right. return them, right? As a teacher, you can. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, I wouldn't want to return mine in case they're listening, or in case they see this in the yeah. in the future. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, okay, we've got lots of people. Yeah, there was just something uh, someone saying uh, he was looking forward to listen to the album. I was just just saying thank you, and then you were starting talking. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I also caught what you said as well. But um, yeah, um, you've been very popular in the chat. I think you've spread it, spread more positivity. Um, you know, this this show and this channel is all about positivity and music. And thank you for sort of taking that and running with it. Um, yeah, it's been really cool. I wasn't sure if today was going to happen because I'm in England and, you know, the tech side of it wasn't necessarily going to be possible. And I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I, I managed to plug some stuff in and make it happen. <laughs> yeah. And everyone listening to this on the in the podcast version, please make sure to subscribe to Yazzie's channel, to Oversends, and of course to Andy's channel. Thanks to everyone in the live chat. It was a blast as usual. Please hit the like button. So... Uh, that we can get some more thumbs up for this live stream. Make sure to check out Yazzie's music. And Andrew. Daniel. We we made it past the 50th episode. So I don't have anything here, but uh, let's take water and just say oh, cheers yeah. to cheers. Cheers, everybody. our lovely guests, to our lovely fans, to our friends and everyone. 50 episodes, up to 50 more, right? Absolutely. I mean, I remember when we were doing, we said if we could achieve seven, then we probably had a future because if you make it past seven, then you generally keep going. 50. Yep. So, wow, that's amazing. Thanks. Thanks to everybody listening and watching, making this possible. Yazzie, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Dan? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and save my family from some screaming children and um, take them to bed and have a cuddle. All right. Um, thank you for watching, as Dan said, and I will see you at some point in the future. Um, yeah. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.